it is not unfair as long the the producer knows the final price of um, their his or her coffee. As long as it works both ways. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Ford, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and this is episode three of a five-part series. We're talking about the power of green coffee buyers and traders on economic sustainability in the coffee supply chain. Now, in this episode, we're going to talk about the relationship between those traders and um, green coffee buyers and producers. And where I want to start this conversation, Belen, is with regards to something that you mentioned in the last episode, which is transparency. So I speak to a lot of producers. Uh, let me take another step back. You mentioned in the first episode that in there was a conversation that was had at SCA and there was an agreement that was made that transparency is important and traceability is important and, and, and all of that kind of stuff, right? And I don't disagree with that, but I'm not sure that I agree with it either. I, I agree that traceability is important. But when it comes to transparency, my only issue with it is, is consent. So at the end of the day, if a producer does not want the amount of money that they're earning to be put on a coffee bag in a country that's separate from where the coffee is being produced so that people can know how much that that producer was paid for it, is it fair for green coffee buyers to insist that that price be put on that coffee bag? It is, it is not unfair as long the, the producer knows the final price of um, their, his or her coffee, as long as it works both ways. So it's, it's not only the, the producer who is, um, because they are required to do that. Again, in these supply chains that um, are following um, up standards and uh, a certain criteria, mm -hmm. they, uh, most of the suppliers, coffee suppliers are um, um, obligated to um, report the final price. The full bid price, the farm gate price, every single price. To whom? Um, Who are they obligated to report that to? To a, a, any any buyer, I mean the next buyer that will be the importer. The mm -hmm. importer is also um, obligated to uh, report the price. I mean, it, these standards are just revising every single contract, and in the contract, it clearly specifies the final price they are paying to right. every single client. And, um, but at some point producers, they don't know the final price. They don't know the, the final brand. They don't know the final port of entry of the, their product. So, so it's not only, um, we all know that there are some, um, the, the, distrib the importer, every single actor in the supply chain gets their margin. Because mm -hmm. it's it's a profitable margin because it's it's a business. Mm -hmm. um, producers tend to know. I mean, visit some um, retailers and wholesale uh, wholesalers and um, just check the final price that is exposed to the consumer. Um, 
And um, in all the cases that I know, um, roasters are communicating with uh, producers and they and they, they really know about um, all the microeconomics involved in, in this, in this uh, mm-hmm. transaction. At some point in the supply chain, uh, these prices can get lost. Uh, even though these companies and actors are required to expose the, the, the price, um, in some cases, uh, uh, maybe what they report is, 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 not, is not enough. There are some maybe other contracts Mm-hmm. That are not reported because in the, in these standards that only the specialty coffee is reported, so not the, the commercial coffee. Okay. So at some point, when a certified coffee is treated as a conventional coffee, we have no, we the industry we have no idea about the price that was paid to a producer or was sold to a, a final buyer. Mm-hmm. So, so here's the issue. So, so even though we uh, they negotiate all the parts negotiate about a differential, a quality score, or um, maybe they paid an extra premium or not, uh, th- all this information is lost mm-hmm. in the supply chain. Even though they have a great technology, uh, um, and systems and blockchains and um, uh. The, all the this information could disappear, mm-hmm. and and nobody is responding to anybody. Right. We are just relying on the good faith of every single buyer or every single actor. So it's um, it it should be a commitment that it should be reflected in the contract, and because it's in the contract, we all should respect the contract. What we all find. Folks, our first on-demand workshop, How to Become a Coffee Consultant, is now available for you to learn at your own pace and it comes with a certificate upon completion. Go to mapperforward.coffee forward slash workshops or click the link in the show notes for more details. Support this podcast by supporting our sponsors. And then, and for that, it makes us, the industry makes our lives easier to just track every single transaction not only in, um, in, with, uh, talking about prices, but also in, uh, with volumes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so producers are willing to expose, again, the final price. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and because they know. I mean, it's, uh, it's an organization in, a, in my neighbor organization is, is working probably with, with the same client. And they really know how much they are paying for each region, uh, neighborhood, country in South America and Central America. Um, most of um, traders and importers have a complete website with all the differentials and, um, and the minimum prices and the international uh, prices, the, the sea price for coffee. Mm-hmm. So, so, so all the information is, is gathered. and. Um, it's like a, any a modern app, right? Which is uh, fitted by the, um, the users of this app. So, right. so, and, 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 and we are seeing that mostly in a, with new generations willing to feed 
this information is it, and it's nobody is regulating this it's it, it's up to to the good winning of um, these actors right but it's at uh, the first step um so yeah the better we report the the better the um, transparency and 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 traceability we we can have in the industry and this uh, if i understand you correctly this is more so for the commercial side of things rather than for the um, specialty side of things? Um, the specialty side of things has uh, um, its, uh, its own standard. Right. And when so we talk about side. conventional, it, the conventional is, it's, it's, sadly, it's a, it's a lot. Okay. We really don't know. We have no idea about that. the prices. It, it could be driven, the higher, lower price, it could be driven by, because I want to buy a lot of volumes and maybe these small producer organizations, they just want to sell coffee because mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. If I don't sell it, my neighbor is going to sell it. So I should better get something for my two containers of coffee. So, right. so they take advantage of that. Um, um, it, so... Yes, it, it 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 is not working for conventional coffee. Now, is it? It's going to sound like a silly question, but I'm going to ask it anyway, if that's okay. Is it too late for it to get better? It is not. Great. <laughs> um, so, go on. I say it's um. Ir- the responsibility falls on, on everyone who's touching coffee, who's mm-hmm. selling coffee, who's buying coffee, mm-hmm. except for the, for the consumer. Um, the manager is not forcing producer organizations or farmers to accept, um, accept a, a lower price. Um, if the intention today is to help the industry to, to address these concerns and um, and try to um, maybe unite uh, roasters, bigger, big or small roasters, to um, try to balance the market power of um, multinational traders. Right. Uh, market market concentration can alter any market um, marketing systems, any trade, any dynamic of price, uh, and uh, maybe large multinational uh, trade uh, companies and houses, uh, they usually bring more money. So they pay up front. The big multinationals pay up front? Could pay up Maybe some traders could pay at front. At front, so that um, would be better. Is are they doing that now, or are you saying that it would be better if they paid up front? No, no. As um, producers, I mean farmers, they need a cash flow. Mm-hmm. They need to pay for their production, right? Um, mm-hmm. But there's the system. I mean, if there's are more credits available for them, if they if the buyer pair. Uh, the final buyer is paying right on time when mm-hmm. the contract says to. It is it is perfectly fine for producers if there's an upfront pay, pay 
payments for producers, it is perfectly fine as long as they um, follow the contract. If it says upfront this amount, in six months this amount, in a, uh, maybe in a year this amount, it, it's, it is okay. What uh, maybe traders, big traders are doing is just bringing the cash and showing them the money and asking for a huge discount in the price and paying them up, up front, up front. So, so, so farmers are saying, yeah, I need cash. So but it's I'm, below I'm the cost of production. Below of um, the living income. Um, right. And so, so this, it's, um, this relationship that producers and uh, producers have with the traders and with the green coffee buyers becomes toxic when they're dangling something that producers need because they're in a position of power now, right? The producer needs correct. money and the trader and um, has the money and they'll pay them up front, but they're going to take that opportunity to negotiate a cheaper price because they're paying up front. Am I understanding that correctly? Correct. Yes, yes. And that is sadly happening in my a recent trip to Peru, northern Peru, um, probably um, some regions in Colombia, maybe in Honduras. Uh, these interesting purchase systems uh, that are not fair are, are happening. Is the, is the, is the producers they don't have a, a bargaining power, especially small producer organizations who are just. Um, right. being created. They are new in the market. They are just trying to get access to the market. They are just trying to get into a different um, international markets. They are just getting anything, anything from, from um, a, a buyer who is interested in, in their coffee this year, but maybe the second year they are not going to buy so help, from them again. Help me understand something. Why would producers continue? How is it possible? Let me say it this way. How is it possible that producers will be able to afford to continue to grow coffee? Eventually, they're either going to get sick of borrowing money to grow coffee that they never get recuperated for, or uh -huh. they're going to end up just stop growing coffee and grow something else. Am I seeing this situation the wrong way? You are not. And it's, it could be, based on um, the price they are getting because it's not covering the, uh, the living income um, standard. It's because of, um, it, it, and of course, living income or, or cost of sustainable production, it's, um, it, it should be modified and revised again and again because there's the climate change. So they need to uh, uh, um, maybe mm -hmm. just replace all trees again and again and maybe plant more shade trees and um, have uh, another organic fertilizers because of climate change. So it's, um, so again, uh, if uh, producers, they don't um, economically it, it find the right price for their product that um, is covering a minimum wage, a decent way of living, uh, uh, a way of uh, sending their kids to school, a right. way of uh, maybe just wrapping up activities at the farm and just doing some exercise 
at the end of the day, that is about decent living. That is our uh, uh, quality of living. Yeah. Uh, uh, we are not saying much. We are not asking for much. Um, um, they are not going to be sustainable. And um, if, um, so that's why we need to educate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We need education that can provide it through transparent, transparent, um, transparent prices and, uh, and to have access to that information and um, education to everyone. Um, same thing with um, uh, coffee roasters, a small coffee roaster or a retail or a wholesaler. Um, they need to be true with their the cost of um, running a business. Mm-hmm. And uh, and of trying to plan again, what will be the volume that I'm gonna uh, um, try this year and this year? So 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 they're sor- sourcing um, partners could plan ahead and produce what is what is needed in, in that year or the next year, and um, maybe not just trying to reach any quotas to to sell. Because certified coffee, good quality of coffee, is uh, is more of a niche. So it's um and and, and producers are trying to line to um to that segment as well because this is what is bringing more money. I mean, it's right. It takes a lot of time, a lot of resources resources to produce this quality of coffee. So so that is the niche. That is the future because it's sustainable as well. And um, it, but but. The, they need to find the right partner um, in um, in the in the, in the north chain. sector. Yes. So you you mentioned a term there that we have heard in this series so far, but we're going to talk about it more in the next episode, which is certified coffees, and and particularly in the next episode, we're going to talk about uh, fair trade certified coffee, and we're going to look at this concept of combos, which I'm excited about learning about because I don't really understand it very much. Um, You're the first person to introduce me to this term. Uh, So join us in the next episode, folks. Thank you, Belen. This has been very informative. This series continues to teach me a lot. Um, Join us for the next episode, folks. Peace, love, and peanut butter. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Map It Forward, head to mapitforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.